0: You're listening to Never Sleeps Network.
1: Hey, it's Will Bakani for The Express with my second favorite Daniel, uh, Daniel Shahori, And A.W. All Out uh, it was way, way too long, Daniel. Uh, you love this product more than me, so please, why was it too long? It too long. Uh,
0: they, uh, Tony Khan listens to his fans a little bit too much. Uh, they added shows to the main card that were originally scheduled for the pre-show bumped it up and then he lets his executives run ruckshaw like the page and omega and uh, they uh that that match in particular went very long the young bucks did not need to be on the main card that was another thing so that that, that's where we are
1: yeah we'll we'll go through it match by match but it's just a shame because if they had done things more concisely I think we would have really loved this pay-per-view. I don't think it was a bad pay-per-view. It wasn't bad. I was really looking forward to it. And then they just... Once it was...
0: And it wasn't bad. But once it was here, there was like, you didn't need to do this. You didn't need to do this. And here we
1: are. Yeah. I started watching the red carpet at 5 p.m. Eastern. There were 300 people watching that live on YouTube. And it is now midnight. This has been seven hours... For, uh, you know, yeah. I guess a big four pay-per-view, but I... We you would know. always rip on WWE for doing this. Yeah, and they just had payback, which was, you know, yes. done by 940. And again, it's midnight. This is two and a half hours almost later. But let's start out with the main event, which, you know, just by virtue of it being last, I think we're the most exhausted for the AEW world champion, John Moxley, defending against MJF. Um, uh, You know, I'll just say everything I think. I, I thought it was too long. I just was exhausted after. Yeah. I don't even remember how Moxley won this match now. Do you? Uh, was it a Piledriver? Because I remember oh, the was a Piledriver
0: spot. Right. We were... I don't know. I think we were talking about something else. Yeah. But, right. Um, regard. it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, but yes, this is the main event yeah. of your pay-per-view. Yeah. And you and I both don't care. We love no. wrestling. But it wasn't the paradigm shift, I could tell you that. And then when when suddenly he was covered in blood, I was like, what? I just tuned out. And and this was a problem at multiple points in the pay-per-view, the gore. And it's just become so hardcore that I don't even know who it's for. It almost feels like it's for their executive team and not even for fans. Because if you have children, do you want them to see blood? If, if you have a girlfriend you're watching this, do you want her to have to see Blood and Tax? It was unnecessary. I, oh, that tax. If you're a casual right fan, up. are you watching for Blood? I don't think so. I don't
0: know. I don't Maybe. think it draws
1: ratings. I, I just, I don't know who this is. F- and I don't know how this limits your ability to reuse content, you know, on television and stuff. I, Yeah, and I wanted MJF to win this. I think there's a lot more they can do with MJF. We'll, we'll get to the Murderhawk winning the Battle Royale. So clearly there's a storyline there with Moxley. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be a lot like what we've seen before with uh, Moxley and Brian Cage. You've got the big guy. You've got the manager. We just saw Brian Cage seemingly feud with the Murderhawk leading into this Battle Royale. Like, it's just... I don't know. It's just not, not for me. I would have loved if this was shorter and if MJF had found a way to take this, especially since... The paradigm shift was not in this match. You had Wardlow at ringside. There's pretty much no disqualification. If he can't do it now, why should he ever be champion?
0: He will be, but not in the next... Probably not in 2020.
1: Yeah, and I also want to add, because I don't want to forget this. These two guys were undefeated. Somebody had to lose. And that was not part of the marketing of this match. It was not part of the story. It was basically these two guys improvising material and the central narrative just became we have a title match we have to hate each other as opposed to this company that builds on records builds on ratings this was the storyline to project every match matters every win matters you know mjf could have pushed aside the tag team loss he had and John Moxley could say, Well, I remember you lost a tag team match, and that's why I'm gonna kick your ass. And that could have been the whole narrative and it was not a- You know, it wasn't bad. I think there were some great moments to MJF's credit, the Dictator John stuff. Some parts of what Moxley put out was very, very good. But with John, when you don't have the production control, I feel like he goes long with stuff, and this match was proof of that. And I just uh, I don't know. I was, I was very disappointed. I thought MJF would take this in about half the time and we could be fantasy booking a hundred, I maybe mean a hundred, but dozens of MJF title matches.
0: Well, as you know, I didn't think that was
1: going to happen. What mm. I thought was going to happen was pretty much what happened. Yeah. And,
0: but great.
1: <laughs> and even if the storyline was taking away the paradigm shift, I saw Piledriver. I remember the spot where Moxley couldn't do the, the move. But why wasn't he just trying a bunch of different offense? Why wasn't he having tune-up matches where he was trying different finishers? Well, he said... Right, and he said he would.
0: He said, you're going to force me to be creative. Yeah, I don't know if it was a terribly creative match. finish. Like, (laughs)
1: certainly there was a finish. It wasn't memorable. And there was a spot where he forgot, and he almost did it, and that Mm. was it. The AEW Tag Team Championship, uh, Kenny Omega Championships, and Hangman Page defending against FTR. No surprise, FTR gets the win here. There's a collision... Um, I uh, jokingly, I will tell you, this has much less weight after seeing Bailey betray yeah. Sasha, <laughs> but realistically it has yeah. much less weight. Cause again, this match was too long. I was and, looking forward to
0: this and it was too long. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And even after the match, you have almost a pantomime thing where Ke- you freaking Kenny is just taking a walking tour with the young bucks and they're not mic'd up as they leave the arena. And you pointed out, it's probably just to set up the mimosa match, which was after just, just distract but do it better. Like this was just so lazy and completely pointless and not memorable. Aside from the fact of how stupid it was, like it was the closest comparison was Charlotte Flair in her helicopter at WrestleMania. I forgot about basically that. no audio, basically filler, completely forgettable except for how stupid it was. And th- these guys, unfortunately, they wrestled a great match. It was just too long, and we didn't get a super definitive breakup with these guys. We sort of got the coming next step, but... I I, really I was
0: fine with that because, like, okay, it gives you something to do on Dynamite.
1: Yes. No. Oh, man. I wanted to love it, too. And I just... Uh, and even FTR, I need something more from those guys. I feel like they've just... They're pulling back, and I know there's probably a Four Horsemen thing that's coming, but, like, I think you needed to hint at that more. I think there needed to be a moment that pointed to that more, that maybe Tully was involved, or maybe there needed to be a post-match interview with Tully saying, you know, these guys are better than we were as the Four Horsemen, or they're the next generation of what we were as tag team champions. also on Wednesday. just it felt very empty to me. In a match that should have felt very fulfilling, it should have given me closure. I, I know you have to save stuff, but there has to be a little bit more.
0: They had beer.
1: Yeah, they did have that. Yeah. Speaking of, a, well, a lot more, the AW Women's Champion Sheeta defended against the NWA Women's Champion Thunder Rosa. Uh, excellent, I have to admit, excellent match in the ring. Th- th- Thunder Rosa's great. I think this is my favorite match. Yeah, But then again, we got, you know, we, you know, to be fair,
0: like, we, you know, we had friends here, we were mm-hmm. talking, we were, but it didn't, uh, a
1: lot of this card didn't hold our attention. That match held mm-hmm. our attention. Yeah, and we, we've done this before. Look, it, and here's the comparison I would make. Shayna Baszler in the Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. And granted, I think Alex wasn't, he, he wasn't here for that. He was here for this, but left already. Um, we watched that, and we watched carefully as Shayna Baszler did her thing. You know, Sheeta, and this is the problem here, is that Thunder Rosa is very, very well established. Even the highlight pack of her at NWA, the promo she's given, the, the allure, the, the, everything that went with this, and then Sheeta's just your champion. She's just a person, not even barely a person. And she is the most forgettable champion in all of wrestling. Uh, there's t- Every 24-7 and, champion and has sad. had more of a story. And it's sad because she's cleaned up. Maybe the not want You know what? Mm. I take it back. Rob Gronkowski maybe had less of a story. <laughs> no, no, you know what? He did. Um, She's and, beaten everyone
0: except for Swole now, right?
1: So. Yeah, I, and we'll get to Swole in a bit. I, I, There's not a lot I can say. I've just been very, I've been very critical of Sheeta throughout. Uh, and at, at first, I've sort of put it on AEW for not presenting her with a character. But at some point, it's on you. to When you have a promo, because they have given her promo time, you need to prove that you're worthy of that time. And as a talker, I think she's the worst. I actually think she's the worst. And... It has nothing to do with the language barrier because Asuka uses that as an advantage because she's so expressive. She's such a character. People don't have a problem with subtitles. You know, there are people who will watch Bollywood movies with subtitles. They're not from Bollywood. This is an—it can be an advantage. And for Sheeta to not—you know, I, there's so many gimmicks. Like, I, You know, I even think if you want a good foreign gimmick, look at Imperium, for example. The ring is sacred. Something like that. Just off the top of my head. They have to
0: step you know. it up now. But I think that they think they are. Again, she's beaten everybody. Mm-hmm. But they have to do something. We'll see. Yeah.
1: I it, don't know. it felt like a Band-Aid. It yeah. was a nice Band-Aid. Um, but I don't expect Thunder to come back. She no. lost to Sheeta. There's nothing else for her here. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, yeah, Big Swole's next. And we'll get to the Big Swole match. But she wasn't exactly portrayed as a smart wrestler tonight. <laughs> She was portrayed as kind of another idiot, and... Uh, who
0: lucky got lucky because her opponent was even stupider than
1: her. Yeah, and I, I, I'm I, really at a loss, because there are women on this roster. They proved it with Penelope Ford. You can build, build them up. And look, I know people aren't huge on Allie and Brandy. They're getting a crap load of TV time. They're very good in the ring. They're, and more importantly, very big characters. Brandy's got the only action figure... And even if it's Brandy managing Allie because Allie wins the number one contenders match that Brandy loses and they're sort of secretly pissed off at each other, there's a lot of narrative there that I want to see as a title match. But anyways, I just... Well, you'll probably get it because there's nothing else to do. Yeah, it's not far away, but I'm just at a total loss. And I mentioned also, why not have Vicky Guerrero manage Sheeta? She needs a manager more than Nyla Rose. And that would be... Could you just imagine Vicky Guerrero screaming stuff... And Sheeta no selling everything, like what a hilarious juxtapose that would be, and what a weird mixing of heel and face that would be. And you could have Vicky trying to make Sheeta more of a cheater, more underhanded, and Sheeta having so much respect and honor that she doesn't let Vicky. Like she could be stopping Vicky from interfering in matches. She could be banning Vicky from ringside. You know, there's, there's a whole, like, as opposed to Vicky and Nyla were in the crowd tonight.
0: Well, if you notice, ever since Vicky came around and she took Nyla on, mm-hmm. they haven't been on Dynamite. I know yeah. they're doing stuff on Dark, but they mm-hmm. haven't been on the, the show ever since Vicky took yeah. over.
1: And, and they have her daughter. Her daughter worked as a ring announcer so, right. for uh, the, the women's t- uh, tag tournament. Why can't she manage, you know, Sheeta? Go head-to-head with her mom as managers. Uh, and not be her mom be the polar opposite because she seems to be like there was a great red carpet interview with her and Saul Guerrero seems to be a very kind team player and she was exactly what she does missing and I don't understand how this company has not addressed this I just I'm a total loss. Tully gets all yeah Yeah. she could be part of that stable by all means the four horsemen in 2020 do not all need to be men that's right uh, they didn't need to be back then either, but, you know, those were the times. Chris Jericho, uh, of course, lost the uh, Mimosa Mayhem match against Orange Cassidy. Um, again, a little long, but uh, these guys are quite good to watch. This it's, was pretty much what it yeah. needed to be. Yeah. I, I think this is you know, I one of the better matches. Match. finish was great. Yeah. Jericho's on the top rope. Looked good. Superman punched down. And, yeah. caught, like And Jericho's genuine sense of relaxation when yeah. he was actually was in the pool was kind of it, funny, yeah. and it wasn't what yeah. I expected. Um, yeah, this worked great. I'm so happy Orange got the win. Uh, it certainly put some, you know, one spot below a title match. Yeah. Uh, again, I think that would work way better with MJF, but it's not going to happen right he now. He could
0: feasibly go after that TNT belt.
1: Yeah, that, that would be another spot for him for sure. That would Brother, be interesting. That could yeah, be something. that would be interesting. Yeah. I think maybe we get the Cody thing first, but yep. certainly I'd put him up there. Um, yeah, not, I don't think there's much to say about this. It worked. Yep. They were creative. Jericho was using the extra little you know tables and glasses and yep. I don't know if you need a pinfalls in this match I don't know it was just dumb but whatever like if you if the, if the objective is to put them in if a vat that was the only finish yeah. that you could have done yeah I don't even know why either of them were trying pinfalls because the, the the whole point is these guys hate each other enough that they want to embarrass each other they should have had those so. vats
0: and removed the ropes and that should have been the match
1: Right. Yeah, uh, they would have made it better. But anyways, uh, again, minor points on a very yeah. good match, and, and Jericho creates another match type. so good for him. Uh, and another, uh, maybe this was the worst thing, the, the broken rules match oh, really God. was broken. Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara. I don't even oh, want to give what this happened? much time. I will just say There's a spot where I honestly think uh, Matt Hardy maybe had a concussion or something. Yeah. Match stops, fine, fine. But then they, they linger and they linger and they linger on these guys. Matt Hardy's trying to get back up and then they, they cut back to the commentary team and then they go back and they restart the match I don't know I'm
0: coming out of this pay-per-view even though I didn't like any of that yeah. it's the thing that I'm most curious about but what happened here Fair I I'm, I'm waiting enough. to hear what I wanted to find out what
1: happened here uh, uh, Here's what my opinion first of all obviously Sammy was you know he was disciplined for some things he said. So, first of all, I don't know if this is a guy you really want to push that much. This is a guy who just needs to sort of well, just simmer. Why have him in there at all? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and then the other thing is Matt Hardy's career is apparently on the line. That really was not sold enough.
0: No.
1: I don't even think if Sammy said a whole lot about wanting to end his career. I don't think he said anywhere near enough on that. And I just, I don't know if this will work. I don't know if it's not a work. It doesn't matter. I didn't like it. And certainly not what I want to see in a pay-per-view. Because either it's bad work, which it looked like. Or it was a bad angle, and it just, you know, it changes the, the ratio of blame, but it was really in a necessary match, because also Matt has all these characters. You can just come back, like, Matt Hardy could be done with AEW, but the, whatever... But he also said he,
0: he's not going to do those characters anymore. Remember he came out yeah, and said, I, I'm just going to be me. I, but then, he goes to his next ver- match is the, the deletion match. Like, yeah, I don't know. I yeah, don't know.
1: I... D- And it it just was so much like the stadium stampede at the start, which didn't help. Two-person stadium stampede match. Yeah, just that you have a whole football arena. Find a part of that arena you didn't use for the stadium stampede, but it shouldn't be that hard. I'm not sure if something went wrong or not. I can't tell. Well, uh, yeah, I the match literally started on the field, and uh, just again an unnecessary match that had no business being on the card and was uh, just either booked poorly or executed poorly. Either way, I hated it. It's maybe the most uncomfortable I've been in the pay- with the pay-per-view match mm. in a long time. And there's been a lot of stuff I've been uncomfortable with recently with both wrestling products. Speaking of unnecessary matches, uh, Jurassic Express and mm-hmm. the Young Bucks. Young Bucks won. Jurassic Express got way too much o- offense in against the alleged best team ever who has a book out. And uh, we had a fun debate over if Jungle Boy will ever be a star. That was the only thing that made this redeemable <laughs> or memorable. Um, yeah, completely unnecessary. Like... I'd almost rather the Young Bucks had been on commentary during that tag team match. I think that would have been a better use. Or at ringside. The card, they didn't need to be on the card. Yeah, this was a long card with a match that was built on the Wednesday before. For no reason. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Nothing more, I think, needs to be said about that. The Battle Royal, uh, this was such a mess. Uh, First of all, the graphic they showed, I don't know if this is the pre-show or the actual show, it doesn't matter, was missing half the participants. So clearly the graphic was done, but then after uh, they had interviews with guys like Christopher Daniels, Kazarian who were in this match, not on the graphic. Yeah. So that's a problem. And the match happens, they've got the stupid card thing. They're not in Vegas. Like, just take away all the card terminology, please. Like just just you can call it a Casino Battle Royale, but you don't have to tell me every spade that's in a damn deck yeah. to like just take like simplify this a little bit. And then the match itself, the big surprise entry uh, was Matt. What's his Matt last Adele. name? Yeah, I just think of him as Evan Bourne because it's all he was good in his WWE. Oh, dunking. and then in yeah. his botch he first. has. And I just feel oh. bad for him because unfortunate. he goes in and maybe this isn't the best way to book him for a big high flying spot right off the bat with no warm-up and the guy trips and falls and I, you just kind of, you know, yeah, maybe, maybe there was for more for him to do in this match that they just had to scrap Uh, Inevitably, I believe the final two were Kingston and the Murderhawk. That's right. Which, obviously the Murderhawk won, who you picked, and fine. But if you and I were going to retroactively book this, why Kingston? Not exactly the most, like, over-the-top face guy. Especially when he didn't have any of his buddies really helping him. By the time he got in the match, he had one or two of his fantastic four. And they didn't exactly dominate this match. or No. He just... Kind of had a late entry, and was kind of still around at the end. Yeah. And was basically between Jake Roberts, and I think he had the snake. Right. And the murder hawk.
0: And then they told you, they introduced the idea that Eddie Kingston is afraid of snakes.
1: They They told you that as it was happening. So, he simultaneously was the last person eliminated. Yeah. But also, in that moment, was one of the weakest competitors in this entire match. Of anybody who was in this match. And there was a lot of weak competitors. But, like... You know, we had Billy Gunn in here, just and his elimination oh. was went out Ridiculous, yeah. Um, and, and you know the Darby Allen spot, which I don't. Uh, oh, the body bag, the Tic Tacs. Like don't that. watch it if you haven't. If you haven't seen this, you're lucky. Just gross. I did not like that. Like, if you want Brian Cage to powerbomb a guy out of the ring, that's enough. That's a great spot. That's a massive elimination.
0: And you know that was that kid's idea.
1: Yeah, I, at some point, Sometimes, you, some you point have to you take need some to responsibility, no. whether you're Darby Allen no. or, or you're the company, both. Yeah. You need to be responsible. Um, also, Joey Janela and I think Sonny Kiss in this match, despite the fact they're in another match, it just made the roster seem small when there were other guys. Did Janela end up in that match? I know Sonny did. Okay, maybe it was just Sonny. I don't really care. Um, yeah. Also, uh, there was an enhancement talent in there. Which, What's his name? Yeah, the name, it doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, it just, you know, it's The right person won. Yeah, I I, man, I just there's so many things in this match I would... Do. Like, put Austin Gunn in there. Don't, don't, don't have Sonny in two matches. Like, Sonny Kiss is fine. He's good. He's got some cool things going for him. Do not put him in two matches just
0: don't <laughs> right I would have I would have preferred Austin or, or uh, Brian Pillman jr one of these people yeah
1: yeah if, if you are gonna put somebody in two matches make a story of it like you could have done that you know with you know maybe man I, Dustin or Matt Cardona or Scorpio Sky you could have told a narrative this was just bad booking um, among a lot of bad booking but not good. And speaking of which, the Dark Order uh, took on the team of, yeah. and I use that term so loosely, Dustin, Matt Cardona, who I mentioned, Scorpio Sky, QT Marshall, and for the life of me, Dustin pins Cole Cabana, which, okay, sets up an angle, sets up the Dark Order, maybe kicking him out. I don't know. And
0: it sets up the title match, which I, I guess I see why they're doing it. I didn't see it coming.
1: Yeah, I guess Cody doesn't want to come back yet. Well, he's so he gave his brother the beat, title. He's shot. He's
0: selling. The, I appreciate that he's selling a good
1: beatdown. Yeah, yeah, I guess I. But what does it say about Cody that he has an open challenge? He doesn't give his brother a title shot. He never takes a tag team run with his brother. Of it's his an open
0: challenge, his brother didn't take the challenge.
1: I guess so. His brother didn't think think Cody was enough of a challenge for him.
0: I guess not. That's I, it's that's,
1: just, that's It's just weird. It just you know it just strikes me as like. They wanted to surprise us for the sake of surprising us. And literally on Dark on Friday, you had Colt Cabana doing more and more heelish things for the Dark Order. And I actually think that the progression of him joining and being taken over by this group was a lot better than what we got here, which was like, oh, you got rolled up. We hate you now.
0: We'll see.
1: I kind of just undid all the work they did on, the on, you know, uh, with Colt Cabana. And I just, why? Well, why even... Why should I be invested in anything if you're just going to throw it away on a roll-up?
0: We'll see if they do.
1: And look, WWE does that all the time. I don't want to really give AEW <laughs> much credit because they roll up like there's no roll-ups ever to come. The uh, dentist office match, because I don't want to say the crappy name they gave this because it's stupid and mine wasn't much better. Britt Baker taking on a big swole. This was not on a pre-show. They put it on the main card because they overreact to everything everyone says, including me. And that's fine to some extent. But... I didn't like this. Yeah, this is just not good. As you it didn't said, look good. it didn't look like... A real fight. ...Baker could take real punches. Yeah. And, and maybe they were overprotecting her. We it don't know. It looked like Swole
0: was being careful.
1: Yeah, and Swole just came across like an idiot, despite the fact she won this match. They both did, but yeah. But Swole especially... Well, you know, it's 50-50. So she shows up at her dentist's office, dressed like she's going in, like, just for an appointment. She's not dressed to wrestle. Baker's dressed to wrestle... So these guys, what this match meant to both of them, is totally like they have two different perceptions. Britt Baker is going to her office in her wrestling gear, which she would never do, and Swole is going to her office in let's describe it as casual gear, which maybe you would have a dentist appointment in. Why? Like I just even it just started that was wrong.
0: Street fight clothes.
1: Then just be consistent, right? Because like I I, I just. I didn't like that. I didn't... I thought they... I don't think they knew what this was supposed to be. I think they were... It just no. was a fight that happened in her office. And they used... And it wasn't even really cinematic. No, it was... No, it was a camera following
0: them around. They yeah. didn't... Yeah. and they, even though, you know, I guess it was a creative ending,
1: yeah, I suppose, like, but... You know, for anyone who didn't see it, uh, and I hate to describe this, Britt Baker mistakenly injects herself with... Novocaine or whatever, so her one leg... Yeah. But, but like... But
0: then they put the gas mask... Uh,
1: yeah, and then she finishes the gas mask over... And that's how she wins. But, I, I again, I'm not a dentist. Something you would use to freeze your teeth? I don't think it puts your whole leg to sleep. No. And I don't know if... It a, would
0: just make you impervious to pain. It yeah. It would actually be kind of helpful.
1: And then the whole... The masking thing, like... I don't get too technical. If you're an orthodontist, you put people under. Do dentists put people under? Yes. Okay. I, but I don't think you would be able to do it that quickly. Like, again, I'm not an expert on this, but it just was like, she put the mask on her and within seconds, she's completely passed. It's not like, it was...
0: A, I would say it was like, yeah, probably about 10 seconds. Yeah.
1: like, And it wasn't like, the first, you know, yeah. a three arm goes down. It was like, right away, she's out. And up. then...
0: Just to show that she wasn't dead, that, like, she woke up, like, ten Yeah, seconds it, later. it just... Yeah, it didn't make sense. It was
1: just a mess. I didn't and like this
0: match at all. It, it, it,
1: there was little things that were good, like Baker using her medical degree as a weapon, I think. A few but kids, then... Right. They had another degree, and when Swole did the spot on Reba, it was very, very hokey. Yeah. And it was essentially the same spot that Baker did at the start of the match, and this was Reba... This wasn't Baker, so you had no reason... It was almost as if Big Swole forgot that Reba wasn't Britt Baker and was holding back on this spot, and... They needed... This should have stayed on the on the pre-show. Well, I just... It should have been better. I You know, like, I, I'm just at a loss with these two. Um, and Swole, I, I guess, put her against Sheeta, but I... I don't know. This That's whole insane. women's division... Is kind of a joke. I, I feel like if I could go back, I'd rather see Ali, uh, sorry, that Bru- 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 Brandy, take on Jay at this point. You know, do the Dark Order. That's a match they could have done. Yeah, like, I, I know there's not as much build. A- and this is the other thing. This was like a four-month rivalry. And this is what you finished it on?
0: Maybe it's not finished, but...
1: Well, I, it needs to be finished. Because now finished, I don't yeah, think I don't anybody cares about this anymore. No, I don't. And like Britt Baker, like maybe this gives her an excuse to go away for another month and fully heal, but like but she, I, this Britt Baker, is nowhere near the women's title picture. Oh, like she is a complete goof who couldn't win a match in her own in her own office. But with she probably Ramba.
0: will. Be, she probably will eventually be the one that takes it from Sheeta.
1: Maybe, but like it's a long way away. This just this just spoke that they panicked. They had to do something. And they realized they couldn't give Baker the win. So Swole, who, does, again, was not even in wrestling gear, just, you know... I, I, like, I, I'm actually at a loss for words. I, I just can't believe how stupid this was. Speaking of which, the pre-show. Uh, I'm just going to put these two matches together because who cares. Luther and Serpentagon. Uh, is this Pentagon Jr.? I don't know. No. Uh, Serpentico. Yeah. Do Sir- were, I don't
0: even... I don't know what... That's when Alex came over. I don't. No. Know, I didn't even watch this match. They
1: took on uh, Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss. Um, I think Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss. They won. won? Yes, they did. Yeah, but good for them. I like. I like them as a team. I think maybe a year from now you can give them a little tag title run when all this other stuff is done. They won't I think. Be a team in a year. All right. I, I listen. I, I I actually I like these two together. They've got a cool dynamic. They're unlike any other. Booker T and Goldust is the only thing that comes to my mind, but they're totally different in so many ways. I don't
0: see this something as gonna be long term.
1: All right, I, I I hope it is. I like I, and I, I, I like him too. I just yeah. So like, I, what else is there for Joey Janela? Is he gonna be the best man at Kip Sabian's wedding? <laughs> to his ex, no, <laughs> which I, that, that would be hilarious. But you know, yeah, uh, it was okay as a slapdash. I, I don't know about Luther and Serpent. Go, I don't know. I don't know was them a, as a team. I didn't buy that at all. It just felt like two people literally slapped together who had nothing better to do, which is true. Um, we also had a couple members of the Dark Order, Silvers, and the other guy who he teams with. Versus yeah. Private Party. I yeah. also didn't see that. Private Party won this, which... Not the First way point. I would have gone. Against those two members of Dark Order, I could see it, but... No, but isn't the idea that Dark Order has got all their stuff together, they got the TNT title... They've taken out Cody. Yeah. And, and these two guys in particular have looked great in matches. Not enough for me to learn their names, but they look great. And they lose to a team that we've all pretty much forgotten about. And it's not as if private party is building towards a title match. Not for a while. That's not, these are two young prospects, I would say, at this point, who are very charismatic they're a good year and a half, but two years away from i got to be honest. The other thing with Private Party, and this is not their fault, but the longest reigning Raw Tag Team Champions are the Street Profits. And the simplistic comparison is Private Party is a younger, less experienced version of the Street Profits. Very similar gimmicks, and they're just not as good. And when you're in direct competition and people will accuse WWE Borrowing the idea of heels from AEW, the shoe women wear that showed up on SmackDown. When you're that, like, if I was private party or if I was advising them, they need to change their gimmick. Make it about you, but do not, you know, in the age of MVP and the Hurt Locker or the Hurt Business and private party, you can't just put those two gimmicks together as two African-American men who are a tag team and be like... We're just like a different version of a stereotypical team. Well, we they are. Uh, and these guys are amazing. They're very good in the ring. A little green. They're very good. But they are like an archetype. They are a stereotype almost. And they can talk. They have style. I, may, You know, maybe Matt Hardy needs to manage these guys properly. And maybe they should join the Broken Universe and become totally different versions of their characters. And we could watch Mad Hardy just turn these guys into madmen. But still be great wrestlers. But just Mad Hardy, like in their own way, their own, like, you know, much like Bray Wyatt will change a character. Just let Mad Hardy have these guys develop in obscure and random and abstract ways. For the Hardy Party. Not just as themselves. Just as... The Broken Universe version of Private Party. Maybe they're Broken Party. I don't know. Maybe they're... Yeah, that's... I don't know. There's, there's, there's actually a great act in there. But they're just the same dudes who have been here since day one. That's it. Well. They, and they haven't grown. They've gotten a little less green in the ring. But it's the same gimmick. It's the same music. It's the same dudes. They're technically maybe a year older. That's it. But there's no growth. There's no growth for this team. And they're just falling down the card. And it's actually quite... Like, I I'm actually, I feel for them. So I hope, you know, I hope they figure it out. Um, yeah, and that was... Whew, that was AW All Out. And I am All Out exhausted, Daniel. Me
0: too. It was... Uh, I don't know if... It, it, it wasn't what I was hoping for. I was really, really excited for this mm-hmm. card. And they just tired us out. They just... So, there it is. I have nothing else to say about this show. Um, it wasn't... Bad, but just too long. The first thing we said is, it's too long.
1: Yeah, and I... Yeah, I'm actually at a loss for words. I don't remember the last time I was just exhausted after a pay-per-view. Like, because you got to think, even WrestleMania was split over two days. So even after WrestleMania, and I know they started later, but at the end of the day, if you are a hardcore fan, or if you're going to give them the credit of starting at 5 p.m., then you can't, you can't, you can't go to almost midnight. You just, you just can't. This is a lesson. And anyone who isn't going to chastise them the way WWE was chastised for WrestleMania being this long, you're a hypocrite. Like, think like you just. This is the thing with wrestling. All of these companies could be a lot better. I agree. And there's a lot and a whole lot of talent on this roster, and certainly the WWE roster too. And I just. Man, I like. I I think every single like outside of the, uh, you know, the the Cassidy Jericho match, and, and even then, like there's there's rule things we can pick out, like. It almost feels like, they just went out there, and they didn't peer review any of this. They let like, and I understand the freedom. I think that's the story of the company. Yeah, I just somebody and i get that maybe cody's not in on the process as much as he was when he was in the building maybe he's just sort of going through a zoom call and being like okay this is the finish here this is the match here you know what guys it sounds good i'm off do your thing and maybe that's the missing piece because i think since they did the cody angle i think the product is just taking a very slight gradual decline because i think they were at a very big high point when they did that angle. That was only two weeks ago. I Uh, know. But you you thought, okay, now Cody's eventually going to do a thing. Brandy's going to do a thing. The Dark Order is going to do a lot of things. But now we fast forward and they're all kind of losers. And except for Dustin. Because the thing is, the way that... He's going to be a
0: loser on Wednesday. Yeah,
1: he's just going to lose anyways. So, I... I, I just at a loss. And, you know, WWE, I look at the SummerSlam show, pretty, like, it was better than the show. Maybe just because it was shorter, and maybe just because they put themselves in the corner where they had a show the week after, so they couldn't do a non-finish. They couldn't really muck around that much. They're like, crap, we have backed ourselves into some weird corner, and we got to get our stuff figured out. And then... We also got to set up angles in this pay-per-view and the next couple of nights for that Sunday. But now, you, you look at it here... I don't want to applaud them for this. It was just No, it's happened. a weird choice. Yeah, And I don't want this to become a permanent thing where after no. every big pay-per-view, every big four, they're going to do... An, like It's weird because essentially we are not paying for this at this point. Like This is not even a money-making... I guess to some degree it's a money-making thing because it's going to move more merchandise. It's going to move... Like I don't know who is really going to buy the WWE Network for Payback or something like Payback. I don't know if it... No, it was a bonus. You got yeah. it that month for SummerSlam and you
0: got to also see this.
1: Yeah, so I, I I, still... The only logic I have behind this, and then we'll wrap it up here, is I think with the two-night WrestleMania thing, I think they realized they were on to something. And this was sort of a way to do two nights but not get in the way of the NXT show. And I think I've heard since that NXT is not going to be the night before survivor series. I think it's going to be a different time with war games. And it makes a lot of sense. So I think this was a way for them to be like, eventually we're going to go to two nights. Can't do that yet, but this is a big four pay-per-view and we need to practice getting to that second night. So we're going to get to that second night a week later. And then for the next big pay- for going forward. Now, you're not going to see an NXT takeover on a Saturday, you're going to see it totally a different week, and that's you know that's kind of what they're thinking. And I, I that's the only thing I could explain it with. But I have to give them credit; it worked.
0: It worked by accident. Yeah, it was. It's like uh, the broken clock is right twice a day.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just I'm just sort of, but I'm 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 looking at this and if you were. Uh, it's crazy for me to say this because it goes against a lot of what we've seen since this pandemic. But if you were a wrestling fan the last month and you had to make a decision at the end of tonight which product to continue with, and this is a ridiculous hypothetical, I think you would actually pick WWE, which is crazy. If I was basing that on the last week, yes, yes, well, let's say a month ending with this week, yes, to, to be more fair. And again, that's cherry-picking a hypothetical for the sake of argument. I would
0: have said AEW up until the pay-per-view tonight. Yeah,
1: I, and that's that's my point. I think up until tonight, yes. I think you would have assumed, you would give them the benefit of the doubt on the execution of all this, which, but I think ultimately they, they failed in some respects on all these matches, some a lot less than others. And, the, the, old, and the, the, the sad part is, the overall thing I would tell you is NXT has consistently, over this pandemic... Destroyed a lot of the hard work they've done to compete with AEW. Yes. And that's overall really bad. Certainly SmackDown has sort of found a good niche. Raw is finding more and more things that work but it's a bit of a mixed bag still. I think that would be the best assessment I could give. So if you're looking for you know, the best two hours of wrestling on a week depending on your taste and your cable subscriptions and stuff it's SmackDown or Dynamite. I think that's a fair point to put them at. And two, apples and oranges. You've got a a network show on a Friday, a cable show on a Wednesday, different demographics, different viewership, but those were the two best options. But uh, this, I, uh, you know, again, I I just am very disappointed, and maybe you have to fall before you can run kind of thing, and maybe, because they're going to get torched for this stuff on the internet, much worse than you and I will do, because we're reasonable guys. You know, uh, maybe they'll learn some, some big lessons tonight. I look
0: forward to hearing how people react to it. Uh, it was maybe, you never know, but...
1: Uh, Majority of it will be fanboys. But once you filter past right. that, there'll be some honest analysis out there. But it'll be a very small, probably not even that vocal minority, but it will be there. Whew. But Dan, that, that's that's all out. I'm all out of energy. I'm all out. Thank you. <laughs> all out. I don't know if I want to host another AEW pay-per-view again. We'll see. if the, the, but, You know, yeah.
0: Thank you for this one, my friend.
1: Ah, always my pleasure. You can follow me at Bilalv87 on Twitter. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information
0: and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.